I live my life a quarter mile at a time. Nothing else matters. I have a tuna. I'm in your face. Welcome back to the Fast Five Minute Podcast. A podcast all about everyone's favorite movie. The Fast and the Furious, just period, because this was a good episode this week, Guard. Um, my name is Stone. With me, as always, you know him, you love him, is uh, Guard. <laughs> uh, yeah, thanks for the love. appreciate that a lot, uh, both listeners and Stone. You're welcome. Here I am. Yeah, yeah, we're uh, here. It's episode 16. It's minute 75 to 80 of this wonderful movie. I keep thinking and uh, guard, we're going to talk about it. This is a this is a meaty meaty 5 minutes. It's an incredibly meaty. And I'm five so excited yeah, to talk we, about all of it. We have a lot to get down. Um that being said, I have two very quick upfront things this episode so we can jump into it. Give them to me. One Love to hear them. Uh first thing up front is of course keeping the lights on. We have to. Now, we have no choice. <laughs> uh, last week's sponsor will be hard to live up to, but we've pulled in a pretty good one this week that I think hopefully can live up to the hype. Uh, you know it, of course, Stone. I do. I do, and I'm excited <laughs> to hear it. <laughs> I've done that joke on like 80% of our podcast. I don't know what you're talking about. Right, it's never not mind. a joke. Yeah, my fault. Yeah. Never mind. Um, <clears throat> this week's episode is brought to you by Houseplants. Approaching 30 and tired of not having another living thing inhabit your space, looking for something fun you can be responsible for but also won't poop on your carpets, <laughs> buy a houseplant. I, guard, I love that sponsor. I suspected you would really like that one. You know me, and you know I'm a bit of a plant dad myself. You're a plantophobe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I am. Out and proud. I'm a plantophobe. No, that means you're afraid of plants. You, I don't know what obsessed with would mean. Um, well, I'm that because I have some lovely plants, and they really do uh, make any overpriced apartment less depressing, including my own. Uh, Google just said horticulturist. I, that doesn't really mean obsessed with plants. No, but I like it. Okay, yeah. We'll Where's my horde crowd at? A plantsman. They've also suggested. Oh, <laughs> Sounds like a knight. I think that's plants. I think that's clearly the one. Let's move forward with you that's being way better than to plant from now daddy. on as a plantsman. I'm a plantsman. Yes. Cool. Well, I love that sponsor. Um, shout out. How's plants? <laughs> shout out. Buy them um, fucking anywhere. <laughs> anywhere at all. <laughs> Dig one up in your backyard. Shit, yeah. Who cares? If you have a <laughs> shitty a, landlord... A potato. Uh, Make a plant bomb. Get like fertilizer. Not an explosive. <laughs> Don't bomb anyone dangerously. Oh, no, a plant bomb is. The, I watched a video on it. It's like uh, we're you gonna said get, make a plant do- oh, bomb. I first know. ingredients. I, is I heard fertilizer. it when I said fertilizer. Not a harmful uh, bomb. Not an explosive device. A plant bomb is this thing uh, that you can like toss over fences <laughs> to help uh, beautify ugly urban areas. Okay, that sounds way People better. People in New than York City are fighting back on like abandoned buildings that landlords <laughs> refuse to do anything with. By well, doing that's way cooler homes. than what I thought. Um, I was gonna say, put a sweet potato in a jar of water and it grows. Trust me, I know. Okay, that's just a plant, I think. Yeah, yeah. 
Anyway, we we've given enough time to plants this week. I, they really got their money's worth. <laughs> we we've hit our quota for a couple weeks. I yeah. Think. Um, for the next thing on your uh, list, guard. Yes, the next thing on my list is, of course, <laughs> uh, something about my name. I'm very uh, partial to it. Officer Tanner, uh, everyone may remember, is um, a bit of a weird character in this movie. He's a strange guy, right? He is, yeah, a bit of a weirdo. Stone, can you pinpoint what makes him so strange, or do you feel like he just has a weird vibe? (laughs) I mean, the ice cappuccino things is going to go down as one of the weirdest things in history, but Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. basically just a weird vibe, yeah. Okay, well, what if I told you, shout out Jordan, by the way, for bringing this to my attention. Okay. What if I told you Officer Tanner is played by the same uh, gentleman that plays Buffalo Bill? (laughs) Really? In the uh, infamous uh, Silence of the Lambs movies. Um, Isn't that Anthony Hopkins? No, 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 no. Anthony Hopkins Hopkins? plays the, uh, the cannibal, but Buffalo Bill is the dude that wears people's skin. He's the guy that says oh. it puts the lotion on its skin unless it wants the hose again. Okay, yeah, yeah. He is. He's in Silence of the Lambs. Yep, you're absolutely right. Yeah. So he's maybe also a... in. <laughs> okay. He's also in an awesome movie called Wild Wild West. If you haven't seen it, there's a mechanical spider in the West, and Will Smith is there. Oh, uh, I haven't seen that. I've heard it's awful. It's so bad. It's so so bad. Okay. Well, great. Yeah, he, that makes sense. That's a good call out by Jordan. Um, Thanks, J-Mart. He just can't help it. He's a creepy person, but sometimes it works for him, like in Silence of the Lambs. Right. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. Well, that is a good fun fact. Um, I have one thing off the top guard. Yeah, please. Lay it on me. I have next to me a steering wheel that I have plugged <laughs> oh, into my God. computer that I got today and had to use every ounce of my adult body to... Not play with and Why didn't you play? Uh, neglect all my chores and oh, boo. Uh, also taking notes for this exact podcast. <laughs> I, you, we should have skipped the episode this week, man. What's yeah, more I know. Maybe should have. <laughs> so oh, instead well. of um, playing with my new toy, which I'm very excited about, mm-hmm. I uh, made dinner and took notes for this podcast. So that makes me feel good about myself. But I'm also very excited to play with it right after this. I'm excited for you. That sounds great. Thank, thank you. Uh, I probably am going to stream it on Twitch. That'll be fun. Everyone can watch my race car journey. Uh, you can look back when I'm Switch, a famous race car pile. driver. It's a stone spill. Oh, but not the we refer rock to pile. the <laughs> we refer to the audience as the rock pile. Okay, maybe Hot Thought sixty nine will pop in for a little view. <laughs> maybe he will. I mean, she. Will. Yeah, come on, man, be cool. Well, guard. Yeah. With that out, all out of the way. Yeah. We have a big episode ahead of us. We do. Would you like to tell the audience how this five minutes began or how it ended? I'm going to go ahead and do, boy, that's a tough one. I'm going to do began. Okay. Uh, And it begins with some truly horrific fashion choices, which I'd like to talk about in just a second. Oh, dude, the 90s style in this episode is off the rails. And that's what I'll say about the beginning. Um, And it ends... With a return of the spear guns from episode one. (laughs) Everyone's favorite character, the fucking spear guns. Yeah. Now let's just say, before we jump into it, Stone, what, remind me the minute we're on? Uh, 75 to 80. The movie's drawing to a close here. 
Yeah, we maybe have like four more episodes left, maybe. Yeah, um, <laughs> we'll see what we decide to do with the formats. Probably four left-ish. Up to this point, uh, Brian, undercover police officer, he has been infiltrating a gang. A gang, correct. They seemingly have not committed any crimes whilst in his company, aside from sick street racing. Yes, Brian has the coolest crime, street racing. Yes, yes. Forgivable when it doesn't lead to the death of a family. Right. Br- <laughs> uh, Brian has pinned said crime on a group of Asian gentlemen. Seemingly- to be fair, they're psychos. They blew up his car with machine guns. Uh, that's true. They did commit a crime on Brian. However, Brian has pinned a different crime on them, I think, out of revenge. I don't know. He saw the DVD players, so... That's true. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. He had his suspicions, and uh, he pinned it on them, and it turned out to not be them. Now, the reason I refer to them as Asian uh, guys is because there's literally no other uh, way to... I mean, it's a group of Asian guys. That's their role in the movie. Am I wrong? They are a gang that... Uh runs a shop in an asian part of town yes i've been i've just been interested this entire movie uh, it separates everyone by ethnicity and now when you watch a movie that's like very frowned upon you know so yeah. watching this movie back is just so strange do, do to you not see remember that. like the second episode where that was the establishing shot of no all i do of our I mean, it's just such a weird way to <laughs> separate bizarre. people into the also in a movie that includes race wars as a joke <laughs> so now anyways anyways uh so the the last time we left off set one of uh the rival gang johnny tran yes has accused dom our hero our titular hero of yes. uh you know narking on him dom yeah. was furious and punched him in the face a ton of times yeah, with, yeah, he came at him with, like, a brick wall and beat him to the ground. So you would think, since we left off in the middle of said fight, uh, the first thing I would notice is the fight picking back up. No, that's not what I noticed. <laughs> the first thing I noticed was the weird character uh, wearing a black t-shirt with a mesh t-shirt over it, completely made of mesh. Yeah, because yeah, that's Vince. That's his titular style. Loves yes. his mesh shirts, but hates being cold. Yes. <laughs> Um, and then I was like, okay, I, that's one mesh shirt. I can get over it. It's the nineties or the early two thousands. <laughs> there is a second guy in the fight wearing only a mesh shirt and it's a long sleeve. Are you talking about the guy with the black pants? Yes, dude. Like leather pants. Is he wearing a mesh shirt? I, <laughs> I don't okay, know what so else it'd be. I also saw this gentleman and I think he's wearing a mesh textured shirt <laughs> over a skin co- like that's over another skin colored shirt i'm rewatching it right now oh my god because i don't think you can see his skin i no, think i'm not the- seeing nipples i see no nipples in this so, okay so i don't know if this is a styling choice <laughs> or if they're trying to create the illusion that this guy is wearing a mesh shirt over his bare skin because it looks like the Skin tone oh, color shirt seeing under his sort shirt. Of, I see. I might see a little nippleage. There's some dark spots right in nipple area here. So, so are the big markings on him tattoos? Because they look like fake tattoos. I'm looking at it right now, and he has the exact same tattoo facing one way on his pec and the other way on his uh, left arm. Those are definitely fake, dude. <laughs> 
So are the tattoos fake? Is he wearing a skin-colored shirt that's supposed to be fake tattoos? There's so many questions. I don't know what And this that is in is. the first four seconds of this scene. I'm telling you, though, I, I'm spotting nipples here in the slow motion. Dude, I don't think... I don't think I think he's wearing a long sleeve shirt that's skin toned. I don't know though. We'll put out a poll. I think he's wearing such a decide. thin shirt that you can see dark nipple spots under Maybe, man. through the veneer of his thin shirt with a I'm mesh going frame over by frame, and I have I have no clue. I have no earthly idea what this man is wearing. I don't either. Maybe um, this will be the Twitter image. We'll do a. Or excuse me. Now let's not get carried away. We have oh, got I feedback. Think- We'll do a poll on Instagram as well. I'm at the part where I think you see nipple, but I think you're right. I think you might just see nipple through shirt. I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's just. I don't know, man. Pause it just right. Some it's very strange. either way, a, a bizarre fashion choice all around. Um, and we just spent way too much time talking about that. We're nine seconds into the scene. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so, scene continues. Well, Dom gets pulled off, and he is very He's adamant livid. that I narked on nobody. He is livid that oh, Johnny Tran super, super would mad. say that he's a narc. They think that, like, being a narc is the worst thing you could be to in in Dom's eyes. And need we remind you, Brian is a narc. He's the narc. He is no. a, the definition of a narc. He's. I an can't imagine that's going to end well with uh, his relationship there with Brian or with Dom. Yeah, Dom hates narcs more than anything in the world. His best friend is a narc. Ooh. Tight. Conflict might ensue. Uh, Um, We switch scenes, Stone, and let me draw your attention to one more irrelevant thing for just a second. Oh, yeah. Would you like to, would you like me to discuss the uh, scene switch really quick? I would love that. Because it's a hard one. Mm -hmm. So we're, we're, we're breaking up the fight. We're finally breaking it up. The crowd's rowdy. Hard cut. It's nighttime. There's fires in barrels. There's techno blaring. And yeah. we're having a good old-fashioned 2001 rave in a parking lot full of cars. Yes, I have some. I have two thoughts on that. Okay, <laughs> give One, them to me. A man is dancing by himself oh, with awesome. what appears to be um, a top suspended on strings that's also lit up. Yeah, he's doing some sweet laser hand shows as only someone rolling on some drugs at a 2001 rave would be. Um, I can only I assume this man's sweating profusely. Um, my favorite fashion choice from this gentleman is um, he's wearing a visor with a nice spiky hair coming up through the top, which is a was awesome. Yeah, you take- can wear a hat, keep the sun out of your eyes, <laughs> and your hair can look and you can show sick. off how sick of a hairstyle you have, how sick your spikes are. <clears throat> yeah, man, this guy rules. Uh, I'm also I also want to put him up on our Twitter because I love him. I think he's grooving. Should, yeah. He's having a good time. Sure, why not? He really sets the scene that we're at a party. This is like, and then we realize that race wars. It's not about racing. To no, be honest, it's about having a good time. It's I about mean, having a good time. Some people are having a bad time because they presumably lost two grand or increments of two grand or their car else, or, their, or car. their father's car. But a lot of people are really having a great time. A second thought though on what they're doing right now. Where is the fuel for all these trash can fires coming from? I don't know. I, I don't see also... any piles of wood by the trash cans. Not only that, they're, they're like partying like a big group of people, and they're right next to a bunch of tents. Who mm-hmm. set up their tents in the middle of the dance floor? <laughs> I don't know. It's really strange. Go off a ways. It's like, like if you they're not to go to bed. partying together. It's just like they're all separately partying outside their tent. 
It's very strange, but they are having a good time. Um, Brian's looking for Mia. Yeah. He knocks on so the... Uh, if you're still with us, we're going to get to the actual parts that matter now. Dude, we are barely into this, <laughs> but so much has happened. He goes looking for Mia in their trailer. The silver bullet he hears that Stone would not haul. Would not haul. Um, pretty decent on the inside. Mm-hmm. And uh, an and he sees, he sees Mia and Dom having some sort of disagreement outside. Huh. Uh-oh. Dom wants to do something, and Mia says, no, you shouldn't, and oh, golly. Brian's Brian's interested. What could they be talking about? What could they be talking about? Jeez. Well, um, the next scene starts by just a weird quick shot of two people making out hard. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to For, do with the rest of the scene. It's unrelated to the scene, yeah. Unrelated. That's how they establish the opening shot here. And um, Brian goes a little crazy. Uh, yeah, he goes a little crazy... In that he tells her he's a cop. Yeah, man. It's he. He was asking Dom some questions. Dropped, like, where's, dude. where's Dom going? I need to know where Dom going. What is going on? And I'm like, dude, you're getting really close to. I have too many questions. Dude, you must be a cop territory. I took a note that drops. said, like, yeah, I was like, boy, he's about to reveal. Crossed it out. He just says, I'm a cop. Mia, I'm a cop. And she goes, what the fuck are you talking about, Brian? There's no way you could be a cop. You Calls love him a bastard me. a couple times. And then he says, um, ever since you knew me, I've been undercover. Which is wild, because I don't know, is there any Weeks. other scenario than just him being undercover since he knew her? Yeah, what a weird thing to say, by the way. He, he <laughs> wanted to make sure that they didn't meet, and then he went undercover. Yeah, he wanted her to know the She thought truth. like this was his first assignment, and they're like, oh, how convenient. You're, you've been friends with these guys for a week. It's crazy that you became friends with these unrelated. Now you have to do cop things. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, clearly, Brian, you've been a cop the whole time. I think she understood that. Yeah, but he made it very clear. Uh, um, Mia takes it. Quite honestly, well, for what I would have done. Yeah, man. They have a heart-to-heart, and he says that he needs to, like, he needs me to help, because he's looking out for Dom now, or something. Which, the logic Um, there doesn't track for me, by the way. Doesn't track at all. Also, the whole time, this is kind of like an intense scene, like a big reveal, and the techno's still just mm, mm, Uh bumping in the background. Yeah, it's uh, The party's not stopping on their account. No, I mean, which... Realistic, (laughs) I guess, but I would have made a different choice as the director. (laughs) This is so funny. Um, so then they take off oh, in the Supra. Let, let, they have let's, to go save let's, him. let's consider Brian's logic really quick here. Absolutely. So Brian's talking to Mia, and he convinces her to get in with her because, uh, he's worried Dom will, what, get killed by a trucker, I guess? I, that's what he says, which is a weird thing. I don't know. Maybe that they're on to him. I don't know. It's, it's a very vague... So he's like description of what's going to happen to Dom and why him, he needs her help. Right. So to save him, he's going to rat him out to the to the police, you know, and, but, and get him arrested. But they're not even doing that. The the they're going to save him by just showing up to where they are, and he's going to reveal that he's a cop to them. I have no idea. Yeah. So Brian's no logic is, is basically you're going to go to jail so you don't die. I guess is better, but. Wouldn't you just like call him and be like, if you really want, if you're looking out for this guy's well-being and you real like you're his good friend, wouldn't you just call him and say, "Hey, I'm a cop. If you do this, you're gonna get arrested." <laughs> yeah, because we know. What if that solved that the Dom problem? Dom has his cell phone. They use it to fucking track him later. Yeah, so they could have just yeah. Called. So why not just call him and say like, "Hey, uh, also, on to you. Don't th- do this." 
I'm going to point out some shitty writing that I couldn't get over after mm-hmm. watching this scene too many times. Um, later on, Dom literally says, like, people are, like, concerned about what they're doing because they're down a person because Jesse jetted. And he's like, it's fine. We'll do it down a person. It's fine. And, like, it doesn't feel right. Why wouldn't they just take Brian? He is exactly. the new guy it's that can drive a car. It's weird they don't ask Brian to join the crew. They it's... are literally down a person, yeah. and they decide to not invite their new best friend? What the fuck, dude? Literally, the only reason they don't take him is because they need to set up this tension. Like, it's such mm-hmm. shitty writing right here. Which is crazy, because they could have just taken him, and then it would have been like... At the end of like Mia and them fighting, they could have been like, Brian, you in? And he's like, yeah, and then like they continue the scene. Because it would have been more asked... tension if Brian joined them and tried to like sabotage it without giving himself away, right? Also, let, yeah, you're absolutely right. But let's not forget that when they were eating shrimp, Brian said, "I want in," and then we get. He to said, "I want to do some side hustle, illegal side hustle stuff." He basically asked he said, to be part of it. He said, "I know you guys do cool fucking crimes." And I want in on these cool fucking crimes. Yeah. And then when they are down a person on their cool crimes, they don't ask Brian. Dude, Brian should feel bad. They don't give a shit about him. Brian should he's feel like shit. Friend. He got, yeah, yeah, he's man. not part of the he crew. Really, yeah, man. Why is he looking out for them? They really, they really shafted him. They clearly him. don't care about him that much. Also, okay, so let's continue. I'm just going to say one more also. Awesome. <laughs> I, this is obviously setting up for Brian to like take the their side at the end of this does he not have any friends that are cops that he doesn't want to fuck over yeah does he have zero friends i mean he's a fucking loser in real life apparently because he's going to throw away his entire life with his actual relationships that he's had over years and years in order to be friends with this crew that he's known for like three weeks yeah his life must suck (laughs) bad yeah I mean, imagine that. Your life is so bad that you're willing to <laughs> take up with a bunch of fucking degenerates that you met you're, a month you're ago. You're about to go tell your friend who's doing crimes, who hates narcs, that you're a narc. Yeah, all for the sake of maybe, like, hopefully remaining his friend. Hey, all for the sake of family, am I right, oh man? Oh, <laughs> Yeah. So, anyway. continuing the scene, they are driving... And they can't figure out where they could be. Mia knows the general vicinity of the Honda Civics. Presumably the ones we saw in episode one. And Brian says, I know what to do. Calls up his cop friend and says, hey, track a phone number for me. Something I'm fairly certain isn't a thing in 2001. I also suspect it's not. Um, and I'm but also it's a gonna... great device. Plot yeah, device. Yeah. Except uh, I have a big complaint with this as well. He, yes. So they make a big deal of uh, Mia has to give the phone number to Brian or it's gonna they're going to be fucked, right? Absolutely. Uh, it's like a huge deal that she has to give Brian the number. Well, she's his sister. She knows it. <laughs> Why doesn't Brian know Dom's fucking phone number? Yeah, that should maybe that should be a part of the being a cop and this being your job. <laughs> I didn't think about that. That's he, funny. He doesn't have his phone number? I mean, the best argument you could make is he doesn't... Uh, it's in his phone and he doesn't have it memorized. Homie doesn't know how to use speakerphone. <laughs> not a great cop. Not a, not a great cop. Um, and Mia gives it to him. She hates it because it's just Brian being more of a cop than he was a second ago. Yeah. Um, but they presumably find where he's at. And then we get 
Dom and the crew. Hold on one second. Minus Jesse. It's also... Hold on, holding on one second. This is 2001. I realize this is accurate. It is hilarious to see someone trying to find another person with a humongous folded up paper map. Not only of a giant folded up paper map, but a giant folded up paper map with a big circle drawn in, in the middle yeah. of it. And they could be anywhere right here. Yeah, presumably of uh, the LA area. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But so funny, a, dude, to see that. A comically that. large circle on a enormous map. Yeah. Like, they're just driving ridiculous. through the countryside of California. Yeah, it's it's pretty awesome, dude. Um, then we get what might be the biggest bombshell of the movie if you didn't see it coming already. I honestly Badam. didn't, by the way. I, I like, once I saw... Ever, I've been suspecting that it was Dom ever since... Well, go ahead and reveal it, Stone, then we can discuss. <laughs> the reveal is those people in episode one with the harpoon guns were none other than Dom and the gang. The gang shows up at what looks like a water tower tank thing, and their civics are hidden behind it. Great hiding spot, by the way. Yeah, just um, on the road, like... Yeah, you know, okay, as as you would do with a hidden car that you're but using to commit. They are heists. the harpoon gang. They have the harpoons. Gang, gang. The harpoons are there. We know for sure that they are the gang. They it, have the harpoons. It is indeed them. Now yeah. I have seen this coming since it wasn't Johnny Tran. That's yeah. That's up they, until it's, it's then. A, I thought it was definitely Johnny Tran. Um, it was enough of a misdirect that. Um, you think that he might have got him when he had Johnny Tran, but then you realize there's an hour left in the movie when they raid his house and realize, oh, the movie can't be over yet. Where does Fast and Furious 2 through 9 get off on having them as the good guys? Dude, it's crazy. I'm watching this and thinking that they are the protagonists, the people that are doing kind of violent robbery, high-speed crimes they're the ones that are in fact the, the good evil, guys the evil villains this whole time and they're the protagonists of the movie now i understand yeah, they're anti-heroes but just an interesting dynamic to point out yeah man this episode really uh, makes you think that brian is for sure the good guy like he is undercover but like he's not the one doing crimes yeah <laughs> he isn't the crime crew yeah um yeah, he's kind of the. I mean, I guess. Uh, yeah, I get. I guess so. I, all the character. I don't know how they're going to resolve this situation. I can't well, imagine. Like, I imagine that it's just going to be like you had my best interest at heart. I'm your. We're family now, and like Brian's going <clears> to <throat> like sacrifice dumb, something to thank you. <laughs> Brian's going to sacrifice something to like save him, so he's going to be cool with him. We just um, saw Dom almost beat a man to death for narking. Yeah, and we also know that he has in the past beat a man to death. We all watched it in F9. Yes, almost to death. Almost to death. Oh, yeah, almost to death. Went to Lompoc for it. Yeah. But they are there. They take the covers off the Civics, and no one's really into it. Everyone's saying, like, Mia's right, man. I feel off. And Dom's You're like, bummed, get yeah. out of town. Dom's like, hey, we should still do this because I've always dreamed about uh, going to Mexico. Yeah, he convinces Letty by telling him, telling her she's had a dream where they were in on a beach in Mexico somewhere. Stuff is that cheap was enough in to Mexico, convince her. dude. Just leave, like, sell your car and go to Mexico. Yeah, man, you just put like ten grand into a sh- fucking 
uh, Supra. Just not only that, save, they've maybe committed invest money. several tens of other they heists. Have plenty of money. They have but millions say, of dollars. He does say that this is the money load, whatever that means. I don't it know because they it could be they the have nicest of DVD millions players. Of dollars. Do you rem- they had like eight million of, or something like that. Even yeah, at a it, deep discount, having <laughs> to go through a fence, so you'd have like it was a lot four of million dollars still. It was quite a bit of money. Just go to and, Mexico, um, dude. But this is the mother load, and Dom said that after this, we all get a long vacation. We're a man down. We could have taken Brian, but we didn't. God knows but let's do Jesse this job anyways. Dude, he's on the run. I guess, um, yeah. I don't actually remember what happens to Jesse. <laughs> no, he just drew, the last we've seen of him, he lost no, the race and drove off. I know, but I was saying I don't remember how oh, his story like ends in, in general, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. might never no, see him is, again. He's maybe that's line. what. Yeah. Maybe that's why he's not in the rest of the Fast movies because he <laughs> Does never he die come in this movie. John, no, not, Johnny Tran. He, he can't ever come back because Johnny Tran's looking for his he's car. Still on the run to this day, <laughs> yeah, dude. Maybe <laughs> poor Jesse, man. Yeah, poor tough, Jesse. tough for the Mad Professor. Everyone's becoming international super spies, and Jesse is forty years old, still worried. In his, <laughs> his VW Jetta, looking over his shoulder, hasn't. Hasn't stopped running. Poor guy. <laughs> um. By the way, I thought they normally only drove three cars anyway. Mm. So they so they have two people in each car normally. In the opening well, scene, they had three cars. They have three cars, and I think each um harpoon there was a harpooner and a driver <laughs> in two cars, and Kay. I think there was a lead car that like slowed him down or like a. So we don't. Right? So I don't know why we need Jesse then. So there is well because the we have Vince. We're either uh, we're either down a car or one car doesn't have a harpooner. We have Dom, Vince, the guy no one remembers his name, Leon. I remember Leon, this time. That's right, Letty. Yeah. So, so I, I guess we're we're time, down a harpoonist then. Yeah, we're either down a harpoonist or down a car. Okay. Because you could do two cars, two harpoonists, or three cars, one harpoonist. I don't know I how think, you want to play this. How would need, you play it? They they have to do two harpoons because they harpooned need... out the window yeah. and then they harpooned the seat to get into the truck. Yeah, yeah. I believe the harpoon is a one-shot thing, so I think they need two harpoonists. Yeah. Is harpoonist the right word? Has to be. I don't know what Has else to be. be. <laughs> Has to be. Right in. So People yeah. that love using harpoon guns, right in. Yeah, any any harpoon experts in the, uh, in the audience, uh, right in. How do you any, like to be? What, what's your pronouns, harpoonists? Any, any harpoon hounds? <laughs> <laughs> harpoon heads in the house. Uh, write in. Write also, in, we still haven't gotten any killers to write in. That's crazy. Fucked up. That is fucked up. Uh, um, then Vince and Leon give each other a couple pointing at my eyes, pointing at your eyes, yep. and then the five minutes is over. We're about to do a crime, presumably. Brian's going to stop it somehow and save them by doing something, and I can't wait to find out what those things are. <laughs> by the way, the sun is coming up. Like, it's almost dawn at this point. Yeah, man. Uh, fucking, you go hard at Race Wars. They man. left at, like, four in the morning. Yeah, they party. They party till the sun comes up at Race Wars. So, I, I mean, did these guys stay sober up until the heist? Because everyone else was, like, <laughs> on drugs. Dude, the guy swinging lights in front of his head was not on drugs. What are you talking about? Dude was dead sober. I bet he was straight edge. I guess so, man. I <laughs> guess so. I I have no idea how Dom is going to resolve things with Brian after this. 
Um, how do you think Brian's gonna uh, save the day? <laughs> I, any any thoughts? I have any? no, dude. I have no earthly idea. I mean, like, because they're gonna try to get away. Unless he just like goes up to the car and he's like, "Hey, I love you a lot, man. Uh, you should quit." Because he, like, he tells Dom that he loves him, <laughs> that'd be hilarious. Hey, it might work. They're family. Dom man. loves family. Yeah, yeah. they're family, and uh, Dom loves family. So, no, I, so, I honestly have no idea how this is gonna end. Um, I guess what was my prediction last week? Did I even get close to I getting? So, oh, I said Brian was gonna challenge Johnny Tran to a race to get. Yeah, the other you thought car you back. thought more racing was gonna happen at Race Wars, and you didn't think that a rave was gonna happen instead. So, uh, I gotta be honest, I'm disappointed with the one. amount of race wars we saw. Dude. Oh, and by the way, by the way, I will also say Officer Tanner was correct the whole time. He was. The movie was just shitting on him this whole time, like making him out to be an asshole. He was correct that Dom did do it. Brian was blinded by love. He was correct. They did need those four cappuccinos that one morning, and Dom (laughs) was the mastermind. I'm just saying. He's always been right. Buffalo Bill in the house. Dude, he's always been right. We shit on him, but he's always been right. He's the only character that's always been right. That's true. Maybe the only good guy in this movie. He might be. He's a little weird, but he's definitely good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, well, I don't know, man. That's pretty much all we have <laughs> this week as far as um, content Dude, goes. I'm, but I'm excited. These next couple episodes content. are going to be absolute bang- bangers. They're going to be chock full of action, reveals. This is this is what we've been here for several weeks, months now for guard. This is literally it. 14 no, 16 weeks. <laughs> oh, we're almost there. I mean we're almost four, to the conclusion. 4 months stone of of Fast and Furious. Oh my gosh, I'm of a the new first person. movie. I bought a steering wheel to attach to my computer because of this. There's eight more of these. And we're not even done with this one. Awesome. I couldn't be more excited about it. Um, let's, with that before we sign off tonight, let's do a fun bit. Let's uh, let's give a message <laughs> to our future selves in like eight years from now. Uh, where do you oh, think you're going to be, and what do you want him to know? Uh, future Stone, watching Fast Seven, knowing that there's twelve more to go at this point. Yeah. Um, I just want you to hold on. It'll get better. <laughs> <laughs> if you're if you're feeling if you're feeling uh, too down about how much of your life you've spent on this dumb dumb movie franchise, just remember of all the uh, smiles you had along the way. <laughs> okay, great. Uh, future guard. Also, sick race car that you built, by the way. Sick. Cool. Yeah, really cool future stone. Future guard. <laughs> first of all, congrats on the success. <laughs> That's job, tight. Um, I hope you're really enjoying it right now. I hope you haven't let it get to your head. I hope you're still <laughs> being cool to your friends. Um, congrats on uh, working with Stone for this amount of time, and I know you are still fast friends <laughs> with him. Uh, I have something to say to Future Guard as well. (laughs) Um, Also, Future Guard, remember your roots, man. Remember uh, (laughs) the apartment you were in when I was talking to you right now. I can see the oven, dishwasher, uh, (laughs) TV, uh, laundry, and your bike at the same time right now. I hope that's not the case. When, while you must I'm have a, you, you must have an open floor plan. 
open uh, <laughs> and very small. That's correct. Oh. I also want to congratulate Guard on the boxing win. Uh, the, the, <laughs> oh my god! The podcast I defeated versus Logan Paul's uh, Instagram. Son. Yeah, it was podcast versus Instagram, and a podcast came out on top. Nice. I was there. I supported you. You're the only TKO of the night. I kicked Xavier uh, Paul's fists. ass. <laughs> strong fists. He was 13 at the time. They changed <laughs> the laws on fighting minors. Yeah, you wrecked him, man. It was kind of scary. No, no, I I fought a. I don't know. Whoever just turned 19 in eight years, I kicked the <laughs> shit out of that kid. Um, well, great job to both of us. And Stone, you fought a, a lady influencer. <laughs> things are so <laughs> things are so advanced <laughs> in the future, there's no more division. And she kicked the shit out of me. <laughs> yeah, she beat you bad. Dude, I almost died. I almost she, lost sight in my right eye. <laughs> she beat you almost to death, yeah. Yeah, but I made a full recovery, um, and she was very nice about it. Yeah, um, yeah JoJo Siwa's <laughs> cousin uh, really let you have it. Those are going <laughs> to be so da- such dated references in eight years, man. Um, well, anyways, guard. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any other stuff? Uh, I made fajitas tonight and almost cut the tip of my thumb off. Oh shit, dude! You got to do the claw. You got to do the claw. Curl your fingers under, man. I did it's with my in the four kitchen. fingers. Didn't it with my thumb? The only reason oh, dude, sometimes, it didn't go through yeah. is because it stopped on my fingernail. I've had that happen. I've had that exact same ha- thing happen. I'm protecting my four digits, and my thumb just sneaks right in there. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Called, right uh, in there. called my friend to see if I should, and my cousin. Shout out, uh, Carrie and Kaylee, to see if I should. <laughs> shout out. Uh, get stitches or not, uh, and it when it stopped bleeding, it was laughably shallow. Kaylee said, boy, really <laughs> almost took your whole hand off there, LOL. I was humiliated. That's, re- that's a really funny joke. That mm-hmm. is hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, I almost cut my finger off one time while putting a tire on my bike, and I instinctively just yelled for my mom because I didn't know what to do. <laughs> your roommate. Mom, I... Th- I th- yeah, my roommate at the time. Mom, I, uh, I think I cut my finger off. What do I do? <laughs> Yeah, I would have done the Always same fun. thing had my mother been here. Had your, you been roomies with your mother? I almost called her, uh, but I didn't Moms want to panic her. I didn't want to panic my mom. She gets very panicked about my <laughs> Well, what did the fajitas turn out at least? Really good. Uh, well, great to rich, hear. Really rich in iron. <laughs> Yum. On account of the blood. Yes, yes, I got that. Okay, okay, I just wanted to be clear. Um, any other stuff for you, Stone? Um, yeah, I have one. One, I want to point out a funny thing that me and uh, Brianna, my lovely roommate and girlfriend. Uh, <laughs> weird to say it in that order. Well, we are roommates. I don't know why that's weird. But yep. anyways, we've been patiently checking every Wednesday to see if Handmaid's Tale is back from its mid-season break. Uh-huh. Um, we realized after four weeks of checking, the season just ended. It just ended and we didn't realize it. Wait, so, um, what? I'm confused by that. Uh, the well, all the oh, other seasons it wasn't had thirteen. A mid, it wasn't a mid-season no. break. It seasons just was seasons over. hard over. All the other seasons <laughs> had thirteen episodes. This one had ten, and that was enough to confuse us for four weeks. Awesome. <laughs> oh my god. Um, that's not my other stuff. My other stuff is Chernobyl. It's Hold on, I'm still. But also, that's incredible, dude. You we were. Why one... didn't you just look it up, man? We just thought it was going to come back, man. We just That's kept waiting weird patiently. That you checked over and over and not just Googled it when it wasn't there the next week. Yeah, well, we did Google it. Brandon, that's later. weird. 
Yeah, well, you're it, supposed it to be the voice of, of reason here. I can't yeah, trust Stone with you one. if you weren't the voice of reason in this. That's the only way um, I know he's not going to accidentally end it all. <laughs> Just on accident? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right, the only well, reason I've trusted you uh, being able surviving. to live is because the time I've known you, she has also been with you. That's that's absolutely fair, um, and that should be concerning for me and you. Oh man. Um, but I say that because we have we've been watching Chernobyl, and that's my other stuff. I'll recommend it. It's depressingly brilliant. Um, yeah. Spoiler uh, but alert. Also, I won't say it. You did I already shout out Chernobyl? I don't know. In Movie Club, you did not. In oh, okay. I talked about it uh, when we were just being friends off mic. Um, yes, in the movie club that we participate in and don't record. Uh, but I've been watching Chernobyl, and we finished. So there's five episodes in this. We finished episode four, and we both thought to like said out loud, "That's a way weird way to end it." They left a lot of things open. Oh my god! And then mere moments later, we discovered there's a fifth episode. Um, but it what just going on? It- goes to show that we have ending of series blindness. I don't know. Is your carbon monoxide detector working? That good? I mean, we might have to check that. Check that. We might just yeah, be that. losing that part of the brain, and by the time we're sixty, we're gonna think a series is over on episode two, and it's gonna make for a lot of. That's really how fun we're losing our minds. You're telling me there's more than one season of Seinfeld? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, check those carbon monoxide detectors, man. Good call. I'll do that. <laughs> okay. Well, Stone. Uh, anything else on your mind? That's it, brother. Okay, great. Well, that's all the time we have for tonight. But as always, birds aren't real. If you can see them, they can see you. Wake up, sheeple. Fucking wake up.